You are listening to the Simple Living Made Simple podcast. My name is Stephanie and I'm a wife, mother of four, and the creator of the blog Simple Living Made Simple, formerly winging it on the homestead. I am far from an expert, but I am learning and growing and figuring the simple living self-sufficiency thing out as I go. I love to help encourage modern mothers to incorporate simple living and self-sufficiency skills and knowledge into their busy lives. Join me this season as I interview homesteading experts on a variety of timely and important topics and share with you my appreciation for creating a homemade and homegrown life through gardening, food preservation, cooking from scratch, making your own products, all while keeping it all practical, intentional, and realistic. Hi guys, welcome back to the Simple Living Made Simple podcast. We have arrived at episode 50. I really can't believe it. Uh, It's been a long time coming, but I'm just so excited that we are actually here. Thank you all for listening, providing feedback, and being so supportive. So today I am super excited, not only because we have reached episode 50, but also because I had the opportunity to interview a real life friend for this episode. Today, I'm speaking with Ashley from Ashley Murphy Family, all about family life, specifically, though, about celebrating holidays and seasons and making them exciting and special, while also keeping it simple and family focused. We also talk a little bit about homeschooling and keeping little kids engaged, as that is how we originally met. We met as far as a um, as part of a homeschooling group, uh, and we get our kids together to do social activities, meet at playgrounds, get some you know, playtime in and all of that. Um, So that's how I know her in real life. Ashley is the mother of three kids, five, three, and one, and a wife of seven years to her husband. She is the founder of Ashley Murphy Family on Instagram. While being home with the kids, she started doing preschool activities with her daughter and documenting them, which became the start of Ashley Murphy Family. Over the years, she has transformed the account to share all things that encompass her family life typically following along with the seasons and holidays. She shares themed crafts and activities, decor, books, and fun food, as well as local places, fun family activities, and typical things they do around the house, like homesteading and playing in general. This past year, she officially started homeschooling her oldest child and shares a lot of that as well. Go over and follow her on Instagram for all of her awesome content. So with all of that, let's get started with the episode. Hi guys, welcome back to the Simple Living Made Simple podcast. I am really excited today because I have a guest that I know personally, like in real life, like not in the online world. We um, met when we were doing homeschool with our kids and our, you know, we get together and do like kids social groups and things like that. And I'm really excited to bring her on because she has a really awesome Instagram account where she shares all things creating family memories uh, and get, getting kids involved in activities, homeschooling littles, all those kinds of fun things. And I just wanted to have her on and kind of have a real conversation with her about all those types of things. So thank you so much for joining me, Ashley. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> so can you tell me a little bit about yourself, your Instagram, what kind of content do you share um, and all that good stuff? Yeah. Um, so my name is Ashley. I am a mom of three. I have a five-year-old, a three-year-old and a one-year-old. 
And um, so my Instagram is Ashley Murphy family. So just kind of encompassing, like you said, like all things family related, kid related. Um, I share like kids crafts, kids activities, um, food, kind of like a lot of it is central around like holidays or seasons and those kind of themes. Um, so like food boards with that, mostly the kids activities and kids crafts is where I feel like I like hone in on a lot of like decorations, like the kids decor or decor like around my house. Um, and then I'll pull in like, aside from the holidays, like seasonally, um, like activities to do in the different seasons, like using nature kind of things, um, gardening in the spring, water play in the summer, that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's what I really love about your, um, your Instagram is that you kind of work with the holidays and the seasonality. And we're all about living with the seasons over here, you know, kind <laughs> of, um, how that all rhymes and rhythms throughout the whole year. So I love how you're able to take like each holiday and really make it special for your kids. Like, in just a variety of ways. And you just kind of showcase that really well on your Instagram. Can you tell me where you get some of that inspiration? Yeah. So I kind of grew up with that being my life. Like my, my grandmother raised me and she was very much like a holiday oriented person too. Um, her name is Joy. So come like Christmas time, like she was like full on like Mrs. Claus. So we would like, decorate the house like crazy for Christmas. And since her name was Joy, she collected like everything that said Joy. So I remember as a kid, like going around and we would count like all the different things throughout the house and see how much, like how many things said Joy on them. And then same with all the other holidays, she would just decorate. And with it, like Valentine's, like I would get like a little Valentine's like present, like obviously Easter, like Easter basket, like those kind of things. So I feel like that's just like, what I've always known. So then as I became a parent, like even before I was a parent, like, gosh, we had a dog before we ever had kids and I would get the dog, like a little Halloween basket kind of thing. You know what I mean? And I would decorate before kids and everything too. So it's kind of just always been part of my life. Yeah. That's really cool. Now, do you look to like current trends or current things that's out? Like, how do you get? Yeah, I definitely do. So I, I would say like whatever's, whatever catches my eye in a store or so, like a lot of stuff I just reuse each year. I try not to like overly buy. And that's something I've definitely learned over the years to like hone in on the spending kind of thing. Cause you don't want to blow a bunch of money. Um, and so I'll kind of like look at what catches my, I pick my favorite things and then kind of go off of that stuff. And also like what I've done in the past, um, I kind of draw inspiration from that. Like I'll look at my past things and then think like, okay, what could I do this year? Either honestly, like redoing a lot of the same stuff or then like, as the kids get older, kind of tailoring it to uh, the next level of how they would use it. Um, but like things I did with Savannah when she was little, like now I'm doing with Preston and then things I did when he was like a baby. Now I'll do with Cooper, those kind of things. So it's a lot of redoing things in that aspect. Um, and then also I feel like the colors of the holidays kind of inspire me in ways. Mm -hmm. Um, 
each year, I mean, like take Valentine's Day, for example, like one year I might focus more on pink and then the next year more red. This year I'm like super into purple for some reason. So I'm bringing that in. Um, so that, and then just like Instagram in general, like I look at other people's posts and what they do and maybe they'll inspire me to do something. Like I'll see a craft they made and I'll be like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to take that idea and kind of do it this way or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I really love that repurposing. Um, and that kind of goes to like the making memories. Cause I knew my kids, like if I try to do something new, they're like, but I remember how we did it last year. Yes. I do it last, how we did it last year or whatever. So yes. you kind of get away without having to like purchase new things all the time too. If you yeah. get that good memory. Yeah. That happened yesterday. We were looking at my phone and it popped up with those like memories. So from the past and it was like snowy day memories or something. And then like, it was like on this day, whatever year ago. And so I'll draw a lot of inspiration too from books, right? So we have this book that we read every year called Snowball Soup um, during winter. And so I would take like pom-poms and stuff and take our play kitchen and have the kids like set up a little picnic for their stuffed animals and make snowball soup, right? So the pictures of that popped up Mm. and my son Preston was like, I want to do that. Can we do that today? And I was like, okay, sure. (laughs) So that kind of stuff too. The kids love it. They, they definitely do. They'll remember stuff. And all the time Savannah's like, Hey, remember when we did this, let's do that again. So, so true. That's awesome. So I really, I love how like you can repurpose. So do you kind of look for things that, I mean, there's something to say for, for doing an activity that you use up all the materials and then you don't have tons of materials sitting around, but then it's nice to have um, stuff that you can repurpose. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I definitely, I feel like that's like one of the ways that I can like spend minimal amounts of money and Mm -hmm. still do like a ton of things. Like I was, I was thinking about like ideas for Valentine's day and, um, they have like at the dollar tree, they have these hearts that open up. So kind of like Easter eggs, but heart, heart shaped. And I was, um, thinking about that. We've gotten those in the past. And I was like, you can really do like so many things with one little thing like that. Like you, we've used them before for like water play kind of thing. That's one of like our son Preston's favorite things to play in the water. Right. So using it as like a scooper with water, um, filling it with stuff like the pom-poms, any like gems or sequins or anything you like have around doing other kind of sensory bins, like we'll do like rice or beans or anything and using those. And then like one of our favorite activities is um, the baking soda and vinegar experiment, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was like, you can do that. You put open up the heart. You have two containers, turn that into an experiment, use it as a Valentine's hunt. I'm like these things where you can take one thing and use it for so many different things. Mm -hmm. And then that way you're not spending a lot of money, but you have so many different activities you can do. That's awesome. Yeah. I really love that. How, um, and that kind of goes into the next question I want to ask you, which was like, how, and I guess Miss probably answered it, but how do you, how do you find ways that like you make these special memories and have these activities um, with your kids without always buying new stuff, you know, for them, or it always be gift giving like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like I was saying, like using that same thing for like all different things and then saving it like at the end of the year or at the end of the season, definitely saving 
the things that you know you can use again for the next year. Cause like we were saying, like the kids love to do the same things. Like even like I was saying, the baking soda vinegar thing, like we can do that for every holiday, every season, and they don't get sick of it. Like they love it. And it's something as simple, like even if you don't have a container like that, like you can literally just like you can dye baking soda. So Mm -hmm. taking things that you have around the house, right? Like that's another thing I love to do. So just take baking soda, add some food coloring to it, turn it into whatever color. It's something your kids can do too, right? You can have them squeeze it in, have them mix it up. So it becomes like a whole big activity for them. And then just put it in like a dish that you have, you know, you don't have to buy anything that way. If you have the food coloring, the baking soda, vinegar, things you would normally have on hand anyway, Mm -hmm. and then you don't have to buy anything. So things like that. Um, And like, if you have construction paper around the house, like going back to Valentine's Day, cutting hearts out of it, you know, doing different colors, making it a color matching thing. Um, Even if you don't, if you have markers, just draw on white paper, you know, do different colors. Um, And you can turn that into other things. Like if you have paint and Q-tips around your house, then there becomes an activity. You can use a fork to paint with, you know, like just kind of just looking around your house and thinking outside the box and just being like, what can I use from what I have? You know what I mean? That's definitely helpful to cut down. Yeah. So, so you find that it really can be pretty simple. Like kids are, yeah, they're excited. And I feel like that's kind of like, I'm very much a, I want simple, fast and fun so that like whatever can keep them engaged, whatever I can get together quick. Cause if it's something that's going to take me like a long time to get together and is complicated and stuff like I, it's, it's just going to be too much. Like Mm -hmm. I just, won't want to do it as much. I'd rather have something I can just like throw together real quick, something the kids can help put together because like they love to help, right? Like that's just kids love to help in general. So if you hone into that, especially as they're younger and they learn to help and learn to do things on their own, it just makes the activity like take twice as long for them and for you just Mm -hmm. to help them be engaged with something, which is always helpful. (laughs) And it's like the best of both worlds and things like, like the baking soda vinegar, water play, um, a lot of like sensory things I find like with the kids, like it keeps them engaged for so long too. So those are things we just love to do because they can play for a while. I can have a little quiet peace of mind for a second and everybody's happy. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. And I love, I mean, look, just looking at your Instagram, I mean, maybe it's curated this way, but it's really beautiful. Um, and you find a way to make it look complicated and complex when, when you really look at it, it's a bunch of craft type stuff or things you find around the house, but yeah, it's really done in a beautiful way. Thank you. All right. So we met through homeschooling. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about that. Like we have kids the same age and we kind of just kind of, I don't know, kind of just got together a little social group and we go and do things, um, which is a lot of fun. Uh, so you're homeschooling your, your little kids. Um, how do you find ways to use these activities, but also like incorporate like what they need to learn and all that kind of stuff and actually keep them engaged in the schoolwork? Yeah. So I'm mainly, Savannah's the one I'm mostly homeschooling. She's five. She's technically in kindergarten. Um, And then Preston's just kind of like there for the ride. He loves to like be right there and like learning what she's learning, paying attention to it. Um, 
So it's funny. He'll just like be sitting there yesterday. We were going over like some letter sounds and he's like, A says ah. And I'm like, good job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it does. They just um, by like absorbing too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So he's definitely, he's like there, but um, it's mostly like her for the like homeschooling him. I'll do a lot of like preschool kind of stuff with too, but his, like I said, like he's so into like the sensory play kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So um I'll do like, we do like some specific like homeschooling like programs that we'll follow. And we'll do that for like the majority of stuff. And then I'll pull in different kind of activities. So like this week, we're kind of doing like wintry kind of things. So yesterday I pulled out just simple things. I pulled out blue paper for them to be like a winter, like a background, and then gave them different media to just color with and create with. Um, So I gave them like white colored pencils, white chalk, white crayons, and was like, let's do some sort of winter wonderland and left it like very open-ended. So they could kind of like think about what they wanted. And I would like draw two so they could kind of see what I was doing, maybe get inspiration from what I'm doing kind of thing. Um, But I mean, Savannah just went right off with it. It was drawing like snowflakes all over the page. Bubs, that's what we call Preston. He's like a, you know, he'll just scribble all over and be like, it's snowing. So, you know, they're different. It's cool to see like when they do the same thing where their different minds take them, which is also the cool thing about doing the same activities like over the years is to see like the different ways they do it as they grow up. I think that's That's so fun. Um, And especially like I have. So when I kind of start thinking about like maybe what kind of themes I want to do for a week or a month or so. I'll just start like brainstorming ideas and pull from like things we've done in the past. So I was like, okay, well maybe this week we'll do a snowman. So I'll cut out like the different pieces of a snowman and then let them like put it together however they want. Like just give them the pieces, they put it together. And that's another really fun one to see like how that changes over the year. Cause when they're little, they just kind of put them on there. And then as like Savannah, I'm sure she's very much like a perfectionist. So she'll make sure like everything is in the right place and have it all set up. So it's fun to do um, that kind of stuff and see how it changes. But um, yeah, so I'll do too with like her, like more, I was thinking about like taking like the pom-poms and stuff. So Bubs wants to do like snowball soup and stuff. So I was like, well, it'd be fun to do like a snowball math game with Savannah and do like maybe roll a dice, see how many, like what number you get, count that many pom-poms. Those are your snowballs and then do it twice and then add those together or something and just kind of make a game where she's then learning with that like wintry kind of aspect to it. Do you find like with homeschooling that you're always find like finding ways to just like teach them like you're always teaching? Something? Yeah, I feel like, yeah, like even like when we go out, like we a couple like a week ago or so, it started to introduce left and right to her and we were doing like uh-huh. the fingers like to show. And so then I was like, all right, well, I have to go like run out and pick something up. So I was like, all right, so as we're driving, I'm going to tell you like which way you tell me if we're going left or right kind of thing. Um, and then like even at the store, like I feel like that's like such an easy way to like homeschool is to just like let kids do things. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, we go to the store, it might take like five times longer, but like I let them do the checkout process themselves. You know what I mean? Like they check mm-hmm. everything out. They'll put the card in. They don't do my pin or anything, but like they'll put the enter, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and they love it. They love to do all that kind of stuff. So 
yeah, I feel like I'm like always when we're out doing stuff, I'm like, okay, what can we do? And we'll talk about like the numbers and the math. And like, if I, I try to have cash on me, like when I can, so when we go places, I can be like, okay, this is how much it is. So we're going to give them the money. They'll give us the change. Here's the tip jar. We want to put the change in there, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I'm finding now with the boys that are more heavily, like getting ready to like starting to read that it's always like, what does it say? What is it trying to get everything? Um, Which is more uh, exciting for them than to sit down and try to make them do worksheets, which we do too. Yeah. bringing it out into the real world is they don't like realize it's school. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I feel like that's like where with homeschool, like you kind of have to, I mean, you don't have to, but like, it makes everything easier when you cater to what they enjoy. Because like, if like you said, like where they're maybe more resistant to worksheets, like then it just becomes a struggle. Like if they don't want to do it, then they're resisting and then you're getting frustrated. They're getting frustrated. It becomes like a whole thing versus like going with their interests. It just, it makes it easier and more enjoyable for everyone. And I feel like that's where like with Bubby, especially um, I'll notice where he, Savannah will stay like engaged with things a lot longer. And she, she kind of just goes with the flow with whatever she enjoys doing it all. So it's a lot easier with her. And Bubs will like rush through something and he's like, okay, what now? Okay, what yeah. now? Or he like won't want to do something. He'll do it real quick and be done. Um, so then finding like the, like I, I keep saying like his, him was sensory play. So I'm like, okay, well, Savannah's going to do this. We, she can sit down and do like this worksheet that she has to do. And we'll put together this like Valentine sensory thing for Bubby mm-hmm. and he learned I'll do like a color sorting thing or like a shape thing for him. And he's engaged so much more with that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Cause that's how the littler kids are anyway. They, they learn through play more than like sitting down and like, mm-hmm. show me the triangle, draw a triangle. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, no, I agree. And I think that like, that was one of my big goals. My, my oldest is in first grade and my second is five, but technically it won't be in kindergarten until next year, but I just do everything with him that I do with my, you know, older right. Yeah. And I, it was real important, like last year and this year to just really focus on how they learn and what motivates them and how I yeah. can engage. And I think that was like really half the battle, you know? Yeah. Which, yeah. And cause you never know with like different kids, right? Like one you know. kid can learn one way and another one is totally, yeah. so you kind of got to figure all that because out my yeah. second I was sure he's he's all in he's big motions he is all into everything I was sure that he would hate sitting down and doing a worksheet and that that would be the last thing he wants to do but he's actually the one that will do it and will sit down and yeah. do it oldest fights them so it's yeah. kind of funny um, yeah, but I feel so blessed that we I can give them that attention and you know yeah. I mean, like actually do that for yeah. them, how they tick and how they um their brain works, so that we can encourage them. Yeah, um, I love that. I love like being able to like watch like Savannah's doing a lot of like clocks right now and learning to tell time, and I love like just being able like to see it, to see them like not know it and then start to learn it, and then as they master it, like it's so cool to just be able to like be there for it all. I love that. Yeah, me too. um and I think it's funny you're saying how the difference is because my oldest is very much like like it sounds like Savannah and he'll 
he'll paint. He's very in the lines, you know? And then it's like, yeah. My second on the other hand is like painting his hand, you know. Yes, like, it's just like ridiculous to watch like the difference. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's it. As soon as we pull out paint every day, Savannah will paint our hands and stuff too. Yeah, she'll like paint. But but yeah, it's funny. The Preston is like next level with it always. Yeah. Like whatever it is, and as soon as it comes out, he's like, "Let's do it. This. Let's do this." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> so I want to know, and I I like to kind of get a little bit more logistical, I guess, or like, I love to know how people actually functionally do things because, um, it's not always shown and it's hard for someone that is like trying to actually make certain things happen in, you know, in their schedule and, and meld into their rhythms, how it will actually work. So that was a lot of rambling, but <laughs> what I want to know is how do you, so you like kind of, as far as your Instagram, you kind of create content throughout the year melding yeah. into seasons and then you kind of meld it into what you're schooling and all that. Can you give me a little bit of like a blueprint of how you do that? How far in advance do you work? Do you work like a month ahead? Do you have everything planned? How kind just kind of, and not necessarily like what you post on Instagram, but just how you work with, you know, your holiday and seasonal. Yeah. So I definitely plan in advance. I don't think like too like crazy far in advance, but definitely in advance. So like I kind of, I merge like the homeschooling and my Instagram together because it just makes sense for me, right? Like what I'm doing with my kids in homeschooling, I can then share into Instagram. So like right now, I just like on Instagram, I did like the new year's stuff, right? So now I'm going to go into like some wintry stuff and transition into Valentine's day, knowing that Valentine's day is a month away, but like as a content creator like you have to put it out in advance because that's what makes sense right like you want people to see it so they can do it before the holiday so like you definitely always have to think in advance for that so I'll brainstorm basically start that like a month or so in advance like this past weekend I kind of brainstormed wintry activities I wanted to do or like themed posts because I'll do like bookshelves and stuff like that food posts all different kind of things right so I brainstormed a bunch of winter activities and posts and then also brainstormed a bunch of valentine's posts so that I can kind of get an idea of what all I want to do and then I kind of got to narrow it down because there's only so much time and so many days right so then from coming up with the ideas, I'll figure out like what my kids would most want to do and what makes sense um, to make it all fit. So I kind of was thinking I'm going to kind of merge winter and Valentine's together because I don't like some people, they want more things like wintry, right? Maybe they don't care as much about Valentine's Day or vice versa. So I'm thinking like also like after Valentine's Day is still winter, right? Like we still have a month or so of winter after that. So that those kind of ideas last longer. So I was thinking like ice play, like ice, snow, snowflake, snowman. Like that's kind of like I brainstorm like all the different topics, I guess. And then I'm like, okay, what could I do for that? That's like sciencey. What could I do? That's like math. What art like break it down by like subject I think this also all comes from like my teacher brain like I'm very much like from being a preschool teacher in the past like how we lesson planned back then I'm like okay so that's kind of like how I think it now so I'll break it down like into like weekly themes kind of thing 
and then by subject. And then, um, so I was thinking like, okay, how can I merge them so I can do like heart shaped ice and make that like a Valentine's and winter thing. So if people don't want to make heart ice, they can use regular ice kind of thing, um, and make an activity out of that. Um, so I feel like I'm rambling too. No, no that helps <laughs> um, a lot because it's hard to even tell on Instagram, like, and I guess I like with how, how you do it is that it's actual stuff you're doing with your, yeah. kids. It's not like you're doing summer stuff in March so that you can, right. and I'm sure there's tons of Instagram people that do that, Yeah, you know what I mean? but you're actually what you post and what you share is actually stuff that you're doing in real life. But I'm sure there's a balance. You want to be ahead of, ahead of the time frame that you want to post, but you also don't want to be like un, not relevant to your kids either. Right. Exactly. And I've that that comes in hard, like, especially like the holiday season that just passed. Yeah. You're probably melting. Um, yeah. Like, I feel like I'm like starting Halloween in like September and then the kids are like, when's Halloween? And I'm like, oh, well, it's not, it's not till the end of October, but we're right. doing Halloween stuff this early. And then saying like, as soon as Halloween's over diving into Christmas and they're like, when's Christmas? I'm like, yeah, it's not for a while. Yeah. I'm sure <laughs> so that like seasonal that. confusion kind of thing. So I definitely have, um, tried to like, it just, as much as like, I like to like plan in advance and stuff, I've definitely probably since starting homeschooling because it's added like a whole new element to it. Um, I just don't do it as far in advance as I used to. Um, but still a little and like a month or so in advance and just kind of just not as much, right? but still in advance, if that even makes sense. That makes I don't sense. Know. <laughs> All right. So I ask these questions to every guest, regardless of like what niche or what they, what they talk about. So what would you yeah. say is a skill that you have mastered and you could teach or talk about to anyone? I think, I mean, I have, I, I think like preschool activities. Yeah. Like that's just because I, I started working with kids back in 2000 eight as a preschool teacher and was like a preschool teacher and nanny then back to preschool teaching then had kids so it's kind of like I've been like doing like preschool stuff for years and that's I feel like that's just like it comes more naturally to me to just like think of ideas and think of um, activities versus like now as we're getting older I'm finding myself having to like really think about like things to do with Savannah I'm like okay like it's not so much like the simple like shapes and colors and all that stuff okay now we got to get into letters and sound like the sounds and the words and the more advanced math kind of things and so I'm definitely finding it's cool because it challenges me to then think about things I haven't thought about as much before um but definitely I I feel like I'm I've mastered the younger age activities um yeah crafts and activities I guess like together yeah, you know, that's cool. That's why I definitely recommend people to go follow your Instagram. There's tons of stuff there, um, regardless of what you're into, I think. What kind of what kind of skills are you learning right now? Because a lot of my um, audience is constantly taking up different skills, learning something. They always have something they're learning. So what would you say is something that you're working towards? Me personally? Yep, or your family or something. Like my, my family, we are... <laughs> Um, well, I got a couple things going on, but I'm working on swapping everything out of store-bought to homemade 
um, yeah, everything. So we're starting monthly, um, you know, kind of going topic by topic. In a monthly yeah. So oh, that requires really a lot of skill. Awesome. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think, I don't know if it's like, I mean, I guess maybe a skill, I don't know. So, okay. You tell me So like a big thing this year. So I do like a word of the year, right? So my word of the year this year is connect. And I feel like that is kind of like how I'm trying to encompass this year. So like connecting, like with my kids and my family more than like ever, like getting off of screens, like getting, like getting, turning the TV off, turning the tablets off. I keep them like up and put away now as much as I can. And just like really like looking into the eyes of my kids and like really connecting with them. Like, I don't know, like it's, it's something that I guess like I've thought about in the past, but like, it's weird. Like when I like really like look into the eyes of my kids and I like can like feel in my soul that like connection. Um, I guess I like, I don't know, like maybe I just did it one day and I was like, I feel like I don't look into your yeah. eyes enough. Like you in my like, head. So funny. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And so I kind of like felt that and I was like, I need to look into your eyes more. Like I need like really have that connection. So I've made it a goal, like to do like a family board game every day, like Mm -hmm. trying to match, like making sure we are having like family connection time more than the TVs on stuff like that. You know what I mean? Um, So I don't know how much that's a skill, but like that's what we're working on this year. I would say it is because it's hard. It's certainly something that, you know, I would say majority of people have gotten away from us included. I, I know um, I was the same way. Like I, and I was, uh, it was something I need to work on, but like the other day, my one son was having a hard time. So, you know, I gave him a hug and looking at him and it's like, I don't do this enough. I just yeah. don't do this enough. Um, it's hard. It's hard though. You know, especially when you come on with multiple kids and you're, yeah. So I love that that's an intention of yours for this this year. Yeah. Me too. I think it'll be like I mean good for everyone. I feel yeah, like Definitely. Yeah. So tell me where my audience can find you. Um so I'm mostly on Instagram. That's definitely my main platform and where people would find me. That's instagram.com backslash I think Ashley Murphy family. Um Ashley Murphy family is my handle, like across the board, like on TikTok, on Pinterest, everywhere, but I'm not as active on those for sure. Like definitely Instagram is where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll link all that um, in the show notes and anywhere else and definitely go follow her and uh, check out her feed because she has some beautiful stuff that, like I said, is real, can be real simple and done with minimal purchasing and minimal stuff. Um, And it's just a really great way to engage your kids and create um, lifelong memories for them. So thank you so much for joining me, Ashley. It was a lot of fun. Yes, thank you. It was a lot of fun. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Simple Living Made Simple podcast. I have a brand new guide out that is just perfect for this time of year. The Ultimate Fruit and Vegetable Seasonal Guide is now available and you can grab it for free at www.savemyveggies.com. If you are like me, you have thrown away produce that you just never got a chance to use. I used to do this all the time. 
Especially this time of year, as my harvest starts coming in, it can be difficult to properly store everything and make sure I either preserve it in time or use it up. That's why I created this guide. This guide has everything you need to stop wasting fruits and vegetables that you either grow yourself or purchase at the store. Learn how to properly store 25 plus fruits and vegetables to help them stay fresher longer. This guide also includes a month by month seasonal timeline so you know when to stock up on inexpensive and high quality fruits and vegetables to save you time and money. Again, you can grab that free guide at www.savemyveggies.com. As always, if you have any questions, want gardening advice, or have a topic suggestion for the podcast, please email me at info at wingingonthehomestead.com.